This is a Neighbors United in Christ broadcast. On Sunday when the church bells start ringing, they're ringing for you and for me. Let's all gather round at the altar and pray that our souls may be free. I'll meet you in church Sunday morning and we'll all kneel down and pray. We'll pray to our Lord up in heaven to guide us safe home on our way. It's a place where we all meet on Sunday to worship our Lord up above and let all our sins be forgiven and meet with our loved ones above. I'll meet you in church Sunday morning and we'll all kneel down and pray. We'll pray to our Lord up in heaven to guide us safe home on our way. In heaven I hear a voice calling From the land where there's no endless days Let's all be prepared to meet Jesus The path is narrow and home far away I'll meet you in church Sunday morning And we'll all kneel down and pray We'll pray to our Lord up in Did you ever talk to God above? Tell Him that you need a friend to love. Pray in Jesus' name, believing that God answers prayer. Have you told Him all your cares and woes? Every tiny little fears He knows. You can know He'll always be. This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. It is good for us to be here. We will live in the house of God forever. 
Let us worship God together in word and song. Let us sing to Jesus, God's Son, the Beloved. It is good for us to be here. We will live in the house of God forever. Welcome to Worship Good Neighbors. You are listening to a Neighbors United in Christ Parish Worship Service, sponsored by the Lutheran Churches of Duranda, Little Falls, and Trinity. My name is Lauren Tague, and thanks today for Jim Haugerud and Debbie Tague, our musicians, Kathy Christensen, our reader and provider of the children's message, and our recording engineer is Isaac Christensen. You are able to join us by NUIC podcast and at 8 a.m. each Sunday morning at, on WPCA Radio 93.1 FM and its live internet stream on www.wpcaradio.org. If you'd like to help sponsor these services or donate to our ministry, you can contact us by phone at 715-268-9577, by mail at NUIC Parish, 1578 85th Avenue, Amory, Wisconsin, and through our website at www.nuicparish.org. Today's radio sponsors are Jerry and Judy Winchell. And of course, we want to thank WPCA Radio for this broadcast. Next Wednesday, we'll be starting on February 14th, the Lenten services, and we'll start with Ash Wednesday. And that will be at 6 15, or excuse me, 6 o'clock on the radio broadcast at WPCA, and at 6.15 for those who will be attending, and our services will be at Duranda Lutheran. Next Sunday, we will be at Trinity Lutheran, and we would love to see all of you, or as many of you that can make it, to be there. The church is anywhere people gather in Jesus' name, even when we are not together in a church building. God continues to be present in the creative and intentional ways that we gather for worship. Therefore, wherever you are at this time, worshiping in Jesus' name, your present location is the church. We will be celebrating communion again today, so if you want to gather uh, the grape juice or wine or bread or wafer to have that ready when that time comes, you may want to put a cloth to lay before you, a candle, and a cross. You might enjoy making a small worship space to enhance your at-home worship. You may also want to have a Bible or Bibles for the different people that are with you. As we begin worship, it is our desire to honor God, to open our hearts to the spirit of God's love and presence, and begin with the invocation. Dedicating this hour to the presence and purposes of God, we worship together with God the Creator, Jesus our Savior, and the Spirit our breath of life. We confess our sins before God and one another. Guiding God, we have failed to follow you as we ought. We have not reached out to our neighbors with the selfless and sacrificial love you modeled for us. We have caused harm to others and your creation by our actions and by our unwillingness to act. Forgive us our sins 
and lead us back into the path you have trod for the sake of others. I'd like to proclaim to you that in Christ, God meets us where we are and as we are, and for his sake, God makes us whole and holy. Go forth to follow Jesus in the knowledge that your sins are forgiven. Amen. Now we'll invite Jim and Debbie again to uh, sing our gathering songs. I serve a risen Savior, he's in the world today. I know that he is living, whatever men may say. I see his hand of mercy, I hear his voice of cheer. And just the time I need him, he's always near. He lives, he lives, Christ Jesus lives today. He walks with me and talks with me along life's narrow way. He lives, he lives, salvation to impart. You ask me how I know he lives. He lives within my heart. In all the world around me, I see his love and care. And though my heart grows weary, I never will despair. I know that he is leading through all the stormy blast. The day of his appearing will come at last. He lives, he lives, Christ Jesus lives today. He walks with me and talks with me along life's narrow way. He lives, he lives, salvation to impart. You ask me how I know he lives. He lives within my heart. Rejoice, rejoice, O Christian, lift up your voice and sing. Eternal hallelujahs to Jesus Christ the King. The hope of all who seek him, the help of all who find. None other is so loving, so good and kind. He lives, he lives, Christ Jesus lives today. He walks with me and talks with me along life's narrow way. He lives, he lives, salvation to impart. You ask me how I know he lives. He lives within my heart. Christ, whose glory fills the skies, Christ, the true, the only light, Son of righteousness, arise, triumph for the shades of night. Day spring from on high be near, day star in my heart appear. Dark and cheerless is the Till they inward light impart. 
continue with the prayer of the day. Holy God, you reveal yourself to us in the person of Jesus Christ. Yet he and you remain a mystery. Invite us into that mystery, drawing us into relationship, calling us to know you better each day, and walking side by side with us through our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And now I encourage you to share a sign of peace. And you bless yourself or someone worshiping with you, beginning with a touch on the forehead, and use the Trinity formula. Be blessed, or I am blessed in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. At this time, we turn to the Holy Scriptures. And if you have a Bible with you, I invite you to turn with us and follow along with the Scripture readings. The first reading comes from... Psalm verses 27, 1 through 4. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When evildoers evil assail me to devour my flesh, my adversaries and foes, they shall stumble and fall. Though an army camp encamped against me, my heart shall not fear. Though your war raise up against me, Yet I will be confident. For one thing I ask of the Lord that I will, that will I seek after, to live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. The Holy Gospel according to Mark, the eighth chapter, verses 27 through 9, 8. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus went on with his disciples to the villages of Caesarea Philippi. And on the way, he asked his disciples, who do you say that I am? And they answered him, John the Baptist and others. Others said Elijah and still others, one of the prophets. And he asked them, but who do you say that I am? And Peter answered him, you are the Messiah. And he sternly ordered them not to tell anyone about him. Then he began to teach them what the Son of Man must undergo great suffering and be rejected by the elders, the chief priests and the scribes, and be killed and after three days rise again. And he said this all quite openly. And Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But turning and looking at his disciples, he rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan for you are setting your mind not on divine things, but on human things. He called the crowd with his disciples and said to them, if any want to become my followers, let them deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. For those who want to save their life will lose it. And for those who lose their life for my sake and for the sake of the gospel will save it. For what will it profit them to gain the whole world and forfeit their life? Indeed, what can they give in return for their life? 
those who are ashamed of me and of my words in this adulterous and sinful generation, of them the Son of Man will also be ashamed when he comes in a glory of his fathers with the holy angels. And then he said to them, Truly I tell you, there are some standing here who will not taste death until they see the kingdom of God has overcome with power. Six days later, Jesus took with him Peter, James, and John, and led them up a high mountain apart by themselves. And he was transfigured before them. His clothes were dazzling white, such as no one on earth could bleach them. And there appeared to them Elijah with Moses, who were talking with Jesus. Then Peter said to Jesus, Rabbi, it is good for us to be here. Let us make three dwellings, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He did not know what to say, for they were terrified. Then a cloud overshadowed them, and from the cloud there came a voice. This is my beloved son. Listen to him. Suddenly, when they looked around, they saw no one with any of any more, but only Jesus. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. It's time now to talk with the young people of the parish. Hi guys. Have you ever been outside on a cold winter's night when the moon is full? Maybe you were out snowmobiling and stopped on a frozen lake and looked up at all those stars shining in the sky and thought, wow, this is beautiful. Or how about in the spring of the year, you noticed all the flowers that are coming out of the ground, the crocuses, the tulips. They're all starting to show their brightly colored flowers. And the corn that was just planted in the fields are starting to come out of the ground. And yet, then you think, how good that sweet corn will taste this summer. But then in the summer, how much fun it is to be done with your school. Now you can spend your whole days swimming outside or in the lakes and you can be playing outside all day long and into the night because daylight is much longer and the sweet corn is ready to eat. Then the fall comes and the days get shorter, but the trees show their wonderful colors of leaves, yellow, red, and orange. What a beautiful sight. Just think about all the beautiful things on our earth that God has created for us. God has provided everything for us that we need to live. God has given us our lives, our home, our food to eat, our family to love, friends, anything we could ever want. You know, God must really love us. We need to remember to take care of all the things that God has given us to make sure our world is safe for everyone. God gave us all these things as a gift, and we have to make sure we can take care of his gifts. We want God's world to last a very, very, very long time. Let us pray. Dear God, thank you for giving us our world in which we live. Help us to take care of it. Help us to love you, our neighbors, our families, and ourselves. In Jesus' name. Amen. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them bloom 
bright blessed day, the dark sacred night, and I think to myself, what a wonderful world. The colors of a rainbow, so pretty in the sky, are also on the faces of people going by. I see friends shaking hands, saying hi. Now may the words of my mouth and the meditation of our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our Rock and our Redeemer. Well, quite a passage that we have this, this week. Not only the transfiguration, but the question that Jesus asks at the start is one that people have been asking each other down through the ages. Who do people say that he is? I think we're finding it hard these days as we are moving into an area where there's so much information and so many voices out there. And if you get on YouTube or some other uh, thing on your phone or laptop, you're going to get all sorts of articles dealing with from the very liberal who are starting to talk that Jesus is one of many again, uh, maybe not as divine but still important in our lives to follow. To those who are very conservative, who uh, might push pretty hard on certain elements that the only way, and you have to do such and such, and uh, it can get to be a lot of rules and regulations. And, and sometimes we kind of miss the boat in so many ways. And all of us have presuppositions that we start with. But I remember my teachers used to say, Lauren, when you're uh, starting a Bible study, take some time to pray beforehand and ask that the Holy Spirit to open your heart to learn and to grow in your understanding of who God is, and in particular, who Jesus is and what Jesus wants to do in our lives. We look at this text and we see that, again, we have Peter at one point, confession of that Jesus is the Christ. But then it moves to that part where, when Jesus starts talking about, well, I'm going to die. I'm going to be on a cross. I'm going to have to suffer. And Peter can't understand, and his reaction is quite strong in, in saying, no, that can't happen. And Jesus rebukes him. It was difficult for Peter and the disciples to understand what Jesus was going to be about. This next Lenten season that we go into is going to be the journey of the cross, and we'll be taking different people as they follow this Jesus through these last weeks before the crucifixion and Easter. 
The first one on Ash Wednesday will be Judas, which obviously will be an interesting one to to think about and to see what that meant. But also Peter will be in there because Peter was not without fault, even though he could proclaim that you are the Christ, the Holy One of God. He didn't know exactly how that was going to play out. As we don't know how our lives are always going to play out either. And what it means to follow Jesus, where that will take us and who it will call us to meet and how we will serve and how we will love him. But this story doesn't leave us hanging with some of these things where Jesus says, deny yourself, take up your cross, and moving through those areas. He takes a few disciples with him, and Peter was one of them, and they go to the mountain. And then that extraordinary thing happened. There Moses and Elijah and Jesus were. And how powerful that must have been. In fact, it really shook Peter. He didn't know what to say. He actually says, well, let's make some uh, areas where we can stay and we can learn and grow. And it was a very different response than what he'd had just a few days or a day or so earlier. But imagine what it would be like to be Peter. After all, Moses, who was that? Moses was the great deliverer of the Jewish people from slavery. Moses was the lawgiver. And often he who was a Pharisee, who was, uh, many of them were contesting Jesus, but many of them were devout followers of Moses. How do we follow the law to serve God? That was their main push. And many of them led devout lives. Moses was their hero. Moses was that epic person from the Old Testament. Probably outshines everyone else that was in the Old Testament. He was the lawgiver. But on the other hand, there was Elijah, the great prophet. One of the great prophets, if not the greatest prophet in the Old Testament. And again, Peter had to be awestruck. Those were two of his heroes. He had heard about, they worshipped, they talked about, and there they were with Jesus. What did that mean? What could they learn? How could they continue this? This was fantastic. And then the cloud comes, and a voice from the cloud says, This is my beloved son. Listen to him. And then... They looked up and they saw Jesus only. What a beautiful picture that Jesus didn't come to abolish the law. He came to fulfill it. He came to fulfill all the prophecies that were spoken about by Elijah and the others. And God spoke that this Jesus is the one to listen to. Oh, if we could hear and see and feel and be in that place again where we could understand that it is Jesus only that we follow. It is Jesus only that we learn and see the fullness of God come to us in love, compassion, peace, and mercy. And yes, someday he will come as ruler. But now he comes as servant. He comes as one who will suffer And he comes as one who will die for us. Jesus only. But the narrative doesn't 
lead us, leave us there. There's something else that it speaks when it says, Jesus says, listen, or God says, listen to my beloved. That speaks a little different language to us in this story that I hadn't thought about before. Because one thing Transfiguration Sunday, and this is from the narrative, can teach us is that in talking about his struggles, Jesus didn't need rebuking. Jesus didn't need solutions. Jesus didn't even know, need to know Peter's opinion or perspectives regarding the things he was saying. In talking about his suffering, Jesus needed listening and understanding. Jesus needed compassion. Jesus needed his friends to try to understand his opinions and perspectives, in short, his reality. This is sharing a burden instead of trying to eliminate it. This is dwelling instead of dwelling instead of fixing. This is what loving your neighbor looks like, and it is hard to do. But it is the single most important way that we can show up for our families, our friends, and our communities. And showing kind of the kind of vulnerability that Jesus showed is the single most important way we can allow our families, our friends, and our loved ones to show up for us. God comes down from the clouds and says to Peter, James, and John, this is my son, the beloved, listen to him. Our good news this morning is that God will keep reminding us to listen, especially as the harsh realities of Ash Wednesday and Lent are just around the corner. God will keep reminding us to listen to Jesus, to each other, to ourselves, and to the spirit of dwelling. I hope that we can do that. I hope that we will be the kind of people that will listen to each other and that we will listen to the scriptures in which Jesus is talking to us about how best we can be the kind of people in following him that it's not just fixing problems or changing it, but it's being there to listen, to hear, to understand, and to love with all our heart, our neighbors, as ourselves. I also want to just take a, one last story from Live Today by Reuben K. Youngdahl. Because in our journey of faith, we run into those times where we get caught, getting hurt, getting, well, where we give up things. We lose things, and in some ways that's what Lent is about, is understanding how sacrifice happens. And sometimes it makes it tough for us. I mean, those words of giving of yourself, dying to self, those aren't easy to live by. Look at Jesus. His life paints for us a picture of the heart of God. He was always concerned about people in need. Jesus gave hope to the frustrated and helpless. He healed the sick and gave sight to the blind. Constantly, he was reassuring people that he was both willing and able to forgive them all their sin. He revealed love to all people and thus opened up new faith and hope for all of us. He goes on to share an examination was being given to the fifth grade uh, on a school one day, and one of the questions was this. 
Upon what do hibernating animals exist during the winter? One little girl thought and then wrote, on the hope of the coming spring. So we as Christians look forward to the eternal springtime of life. Life may have its disheartening moments that is inevitable. But beyond this earthly life, we know there is a better life with ever, every hope fulfilled. God lives and loves for all who have faith. We can continue our journey in life confident that we shall someday be with him forever. So as we come to our journey, in the few weeks that are ahead before Easter, Maybe it's a little bit like hibernation. But what keeps us going? What does it mean when disappointment and disillusionment and hopes change and things change that we can't control and it hurts? Maybe it's the hope of the coming spring. And maybe when you walk out one of these days, if it does happen this year, where it's 20 below and a 40 below wind chill and it's cold, cold outside. Don't we kind of want to remember spring is coming? Just as people of faith go through Lent, understanding sacrifice, seeing the suffering of Jesus, we know Easter's a coming. May that be your thought for the day. Easter is a coming. Jesus, name above all names, beautiful Savior, glorious Lord, Emmanuel, God is with us, blessed Redeemer, living Oh, come, all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. Oh, come ye, oh, come ye to Bethlehem. Come and behold him, 
choirs of angels sing in exaltation. Oh, sing, all ye citizens of heaven above. Glory to God, all glory in the highest. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him. Oh, come, let us adore him, Christ the Lord. Yea, Lord, we greet thee, born this happy morning, Jesus, to thee be all Let us now confess our faith in the words of the Apostles' Creed. And we can say it in response to the question, who do people say that I am about Jesus? I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, 
God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffering under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, and the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Lord, listen to your children praying. Lord, send your spirit in this place. Lord, listen to your children praying. Send us love, send us power, send us Trusting in the good news of Jesus Christ, we pray for the church, the world, and all in need. In the Transfiguration, you revealed to Peter, James, and John that Jesus was far more than they had thought. Help us to see past our own limited expectations to recognize the fullness of your divine power at play in the world. God, our teacher and healer, in mercy, hear our prayer. Great are your mighty oceans and mountains, upon which many have experienced your presence. Help us to care for and protect the wild and majestic places of your creation, that others might have mountaintop experiences for generations to come. God, our teacher and healer, in mercy, hear our prayer. Give all those in positions of authority the humility to know their own limitations, that they might work collaboratively with others for the good of all. God, our teacher and healer, in mercy, hear our prayer. And fold in your loving care all those who are struggling with health issues, loss, uncertainty, and every kind of stress, especially Don Anderson, Barb Bruns, Cheryl Flatten, Dave Rosenbush, Kelsey Zamuda, Ron Lee, Pat and Lucille Trof, Jim Wade, Helen Erickson, Ron Wilson, Scott Morgan, Jim Curtis, Randy Goglin, Ida Martinson, Helen Jorgensen, Shirley Lenz, Dave Christensen, Dean Muse, Vern Lee, Jean Hoisington, Haylin Hoisington, Pete and Diane Fall, Mary Greiser, Jocelyn Burdick, Clara, Clara Garish, Marie Fredrickson, and the families of Lyle Anderson and Harold Lewandowski. May we be your arms, reaching out in service and solace to all in need. God, our teacher and healer, in mercy, hear our prayer. Call us into a life of sacrificial love that we might step away from worldly comforts and concerns for the sake of your divine justice for all creation. God, our teacher and healer, in mercy, hear our prayer. 
We remember with joy all those who took up their crosses and followed you, paving the way for us to do likewise. May we continue the journey that they started until we see them face to face in your eternal kingdom. God, our teacher and healer, in mercy, hear our prayer. Confident that in Christ Jesus you answer prayer, we lift to you all for whom we pray, aloud and in our hearts, through Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. As people of faith, we are called to continue strengthening the ministry of the church, even when we are physically distant. We invite you to prayerfully consider making a donation to our parish, your home congregation, the synod, or somewhere else where the work of the body of Christ is being done to love and serve our neighbors. Gracious and holy God, bless these tithes and offerings we have given for the sake of the kingdom. Let the grace and generosity of the Father be the light that guides us, the compassion of the Son be the love that inspires us, and the presence of the Spirit be the power that moves us. Amen. We're going to celebrate communion, and I have to admit, uh, I'm always touched by the fact that no matter who you are, you are welcome at the table. After all, Judas, who was to betray Jesus, Peter, who was to deny him the next morning, and all the disciples fleeing from him. After having made their collective vow to always follow him and to always be his followers, he still gave them this new covenant, communion, in which they received his body and his blood because he loved them and his grace was greater than their sins. So it is with us. So when the church celebrates Holy Communion, we gather with all saints from every time and place to hear again the story of God's power and the love shown to us through Jesus' life, death, and resurrection. In the night in which he was betrayed, our Lord took bread, gave thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, This is my body, broken for you. Do this as oft as you eat it, in remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the wine, gave thanks, and gave it for all to drink, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sin. Do this in remembrance of me. When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us 
our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Now, let us taste and see that the Lord is good. Take the bread or wafer, and as you eat it, hear this promise from Jesus, the body of Christ broken for you. Take the wine or grape juice, and as you drink it, hear this promise from Jesus, the blood of Christ shed for you. Now may the body and blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, strengthen and preserve you to life everlasting. Amen. Called to walk together as the body of Christ, let us abide with one another in peace. Thanks be to God. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and grant you peace. Amen. <clears throat>
to a Neighbors United in Christ broadcast. Our podcast is supported by our three congregations of Deronda, Little Falls, and Trinity Lutheran Churches, our small town churches in Amory, Wisconsin. If you feel so moved to donate, please visit us online at nuicparish.org. That's nuicparish.org. Until next time. Through every day, all the way.